Welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia, a.k.a. M. Diesel. And here we are with another episode fucking coming at you. Uh, speaking of M. Diesel, I'm very proud to say, very proud to say, that I am once again returning to the profession of acting. I am stayed out of my retirement and there's another performance, getting another performance in the can. And this one is all the more exciting because I won't be credited as Matt D'Elia. I will be credited as fucking M. Diesel. That is the ultimate, the fucking ultimate achievement, if you ask me, is to be credited as M. Diesel in a serious piece of work. And I'm fucking excited and you would also be excited if you felt like I do right now. And speaking of feeling like I do, and speaking of being motherfucking M motherfucking Diesel, it's been a minute since I sang my motherfucking anthem. Who goes out on a Tuesday night in this town? Boss too quiet and the cover band is too loud. Step outside, I'm about to leave when you walk. Right on by and I was just first All the time you try to find someone who hit me like you And I'm not the type that likes to rush in but I want to I don't know you but it feels like I do And I was frozen when you walked in the room Cause every single word just makes my stomach turn cold I don't know you, but it feels like I do. Fuck yeah, already a thousand fucking degrees in here. Getting started off on the right foot, baby, baby. Chewbacca Diesel. Feels like I do. Chewbacca fucking Diesel. Can't talk, can't sing. Multi, multi fucking millionaire for doing things that require talking and singing. Go figure. There's a new one coming out. Fast, Fast and the Furious, a new Fast and Furious movie. I think it's the 84th installment or something like that. Um, I don't know. I feel like one of these days I'm just going to watch them all in a row, like not in one sitting, but I'm going to watch them all back to back to back and see if my brain still exists afterwards. I got to say though, the new one looks kind of fucking sick. I'll be honest. The new one looks sick. Speaking of new movies, there's a new movie out that I haven't seen, but, uh, I I don't know. I think it's just Kong King Kong versus Godzilla or whatever the fuck it, it is. That one. I don't know if that's the title, but that's the movie I'm talking about. Now I have nothing to say about that movie besides not seeing it. Um, but the director of that movie, he's actually a good director and, uh, he's a talented dude and he's clearly very successful. Good for him. Um, uh, I looked him up <clears throat> or I looked that movie up cause I was like, they made another one of those fucking things. 
they've literally i mean i'd like to bitch and moan a lot about like reboots and remakes they've you want to talk about fucking reboots and remakes how about godzilla and king kong movies they've been remaking those since 1933 how many of them are there total hey stop making them and you know what they're not going to stop making them until we all stop seeing them so let's stop seeing them Let's force these studios' hands and not see dumbass dumb shit. But I looked the director up, and I I didn't. Oh, I looked the movie up, and I saw who directed it, and I realized, oh, I like that director. He's done some cool things. Uh, he made a he made a movie called The Guest that I like a lot. He made a movie called Your Next, which I don't love, but it's like there's some cool shit going on. It's like got a whole fucking vibe there's like an idea there's like an, a unique tone to it uh it's kind of funny um in a dark way it felt unique but now i looked up i it, just because i this is what one does you look up one thing and then you see oh and then you look up more about it and i've tapped on his name and i looked up what he's doing next and he's fucking got like let me just actually let me just read uh let me just do Feel like I do. Let me just look up the shit he's doing. His name's Adam Wingard. And I'm not really talking shit, because again, I like I like him. I like his work, I should say. But his future work has me a little bit worried because it's just first of all, he's remaking he's he was hired to remake uh face off. Which I think I knew that that was being remade, but I kind of just dismissed it. Face Off, the original Face Off is one of my favorite action movies. Certainly one of my favorite 90s action movies. Um, and it's great. It's got great shit. John Woo directed it. It's a super fucking John Woo movie. Nicolas Cage, John Travolta are both maximum fucking maximum. Um... But, I mean, I'm not surprised they're remaking that because they remake everything, you know. But he's, th- his next series of uh, three, the three movies he's signed on to do next are Face Off, Thundercats, and Event Horizon. Dude, stop making the same thing over and over again. Why do we fucking just do the same movies, do a different thing? And I'm not even talking to this director here. He he just got hired. He's just trying to fucking work. He's trying to eat, whatever. Maybe you could criticize his selection, but obviously I know how it works. You're not like, you don't have the opportunity. It's like when somebody tells an actor, like, why don't you do this kind of movie? It's like, because they didn't fucking hire me for that. And the other movies are the things that I was, I was able to do. I don't just like pick the thing I want to do and then walk on set. That's not how that works. So it's the same for directors. You don't just get to do whatever movie you want. You get to do what you're hired to do. And unless you're some visionary who writes his or her own shit only, that can be a tricky thing to navigate because you're trying to work, you're trying to move your career forward, and you don't get the chance to do whatever the fuck you want. So you you try to pick in air quotes, but you're really just like getting the jobs that you're getting and not getting the jobs that you're not getting. He got three movies that these big-ass studios are fucking redoing. So my complaint is much more with the fucking... At the studio level. Stop remaking the same fucking shit. 9,000 Fast and Furious movies. 
They got to remake Face Off. They got to remake Event Horizon. And Thundercats. The thing about remakes in general, the, and there should be a, a rule, the, the, the thing to remake is something that should have been good the first time around. Not something that was good already. Because, hey, that thing's already there. You don't need to redo it. It's already good. But remake a fucking movie that sucks. And I don't include Event Horizon. I don't love Event Horizon, the original one. Let me tell you something about Event Horizon. I saw that in the theater when it came out. I think it came out in 96 or 97. I've never been more scared. And I recently rewatched it, and it kind of sucks. It's not great. It has interesting shit going on. But when I was a fucking kid, that movie scared the fuck out of me. <clears throat> anyway, stop making the same shit over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Thank. By the way, I don't say thank you anymore. I don't say thanks anymore. I just say thank and it's not a matter of convenience. It's not like, well, it's shorter. It's less time. It's less sound. It's less letters. That's not the deal. The deal is you got to make the language yours, more yours. And you don't have to alter words, but like, it's cool when people have catchphrases. It makes them more of an individual, a manner of speaking, a way of talking that someone has. I have K, obviously. And, you know, the best one, actually, ever. And here's one. Here, I'll do one that annoys me and one that's great. One that annoys me, one that annoys the fuck out of me, is the McConaughey, all right, all right, fucking no. We're going we're gonna to hang a no on that one. All right, all right, no. But one of the best ones, if not the best one ever, is fucking when Little Richard... Little Richard, it's like he has a condition where he must shout, shout out the phrase that is his catchphrase. He's, he's rarely connected to anything. He'll just play a fucking song. He'll just play, Lucy. And then when he's done, he'll just be like, shut up. Dude, he just fucking says shut up for no reason. To no one. Do it right now. Google or go on YouTube and, and search Little Richard Shut Up. And I guarantee you there's just a clip of him at his piano looking so fucking sick in whatever he's wearing with his crazy ass fucking hair. And he'll just be like sweating like a motherfucker. And he'll just say shut up to nobody. Shut up. Let me see if I can do it right now. Put my fucking money where my mouth is. Shut up. So fucking good. Little Richard. Oh, it's the first suggested thing. Little Richard, shut up. Oh, here we go. Little Richard, shut up, 2013. This is exactly what I fucking described. He's sitting at his piano, sweating, dressed fucking sick, and his hair's crazy, and it just says, Little Richard, shut up, <laughs> 2013.
says it to nobody. He takes a drink of water. Here, I'll play it again. And I'll announce it because you guys can't see it. You will, though, soon because I'm going to have video soon. Takes a sip of water. Shut up. Exhales and just busts out the shut up. Shut up. Wow. Takes a sip of water, swallows, goes, ah, and then, shut up. Fuck yeah, little Richard. You are a god. Um, what else we got? What the fuck else we fucking got? Uh, I guess sticking with movies and like pop culture shit. You know, I watch a lot of old movies. <clears throat> and there's something that I, I actually think about this a lot, even when I'm not watching old movies. But when I'm watching old movies, it's right in front of my face. So I'm obviously thinking about it then. And I don't know the year that this practice stopped. It was obviously like, um, uh, uh, what's the fucking thing? Like the, the advisory board that makes the rules for things you can showcase uh, or show on TV or in the theater. I don't know why I'm fucking blanking on it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I keep wanting to say CDC. Gee, I wonder why. Um, but it's something like that. There's like a three-letter thing. And in old movies, one of the things that you couldn't do in old movies and on TV is e even in the most adult movies, right? So like even in thrillers with like violence and war epics and, and things that kids would never watch. They would have adults sleeping in separate beds. Same room. Sometimes different rooms. But the thing I'm talking about, that's also weird. But I actually have known people that do that. What I've never, ever known any person to ever do. And what no one in the history of ever has ever done. Is sleep in the same room as your partner, as your spouse. And have separate beds. Now, hopefully a lot of you know what I'm talking about, because if there are people out, if, if someone now is listening and has never seen an old movie, I don't like you. I've never said that before. I've never said, if this, 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 then I don't like you. I've never said that on the show before, but it's just true. If you've never seen an old movie, I just, I don't like, I don't like you. I think something's wrong with you and I don't, I don't like that and you make me uncomfortable. But that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is that old movies would have adult couples sleeping in separate beds. Now, I'm going to run this down in the order at which the things come to me, okay? First of all, why are you doing that? Why is that something? Wh what is that? What is the benefit of that as opposed to showing a couple sleeping in the same bed? Now, I know what the argument would be. It's like, risque it, it implies some kind of sex or something but here's the thing anybody that's ever known adults in a couple whether that be fucking senior citizens all the way down to babies everybody that's ever known an adult couple including children who you're ostensibly trying to protect knows 
based on real life, real experiences of real life in the real world that adult couples share beds. So who the fuck is this for? This is like one of those examples of a thing that really cuts through and is such a glaring example of a, of a thing that truly makes no sense that no one stopped and just kept be like, I, I can't fucking believe that there was not one person in the MPAA or whatever the fuck it was. There wasn't one powerful voice in that among those people that was like, Hey, uh, Everyone knows this is bullshit. Everyone know every this is going to make everyone think what the fuck is what are they trying to do? They're not affecting anything besides taking us out of the movie and making us think why the fuck are they doing that? It's not good for anybody. It doesn't enhance the values of a people. It doesn't uphold morals more than you know portraying it as it is which is one bed it's so deeply fucking perplexing and i know there's someone out there listening being like well they did it because i don't fucking care the result is so fucking weird and there isn't a single good possible reason to do it You see it on old episodes of I Love Lucy, everything from that to fucking obscure, weird Nicholas Ray movies. Every movie. I don't need to give examples because it's everything. Just couples who ostensibly love each other saying goodnight and then getting in separate beds. Everyone knows that that's not how it works. What is that for? What the fuck is that for? What do you think you're accomplishing? Fuck shit is so weird. Fuck, you're fucking gorgeous. Fuck, you're fucking gorgeous. That is so endlessly weird. I think about it all the time. It's just like so backwards. It's 100% backwards. 100% diametrically opposed to what it should be. Um, <clears throat> before I take a break, God, I don't know why I just thought of this. I have this thing in my office. Uh, it's framed. A friend of mine framed it for me. But when I was, I, I like to like write to people that I'm a fan of to express my fandom. I think that that is... I don't know. I like to I, I I like to let people know how much their work affects me, I guess. And I've always been like that. And this is actually an instance of me doing it a long time ago. I, I still like this guy, but less now because I think he's just kind of a troll. Actually, now he's a fucking total idiot asshole. But back in the day, I was a big fan of uh, Vincent Gallo. And let me actually, let me get the thing that's framed. Hang on a second. 
is the date on here? Yeah. Okay. So the it's an email uh, exchange. <laughs> and it, yeah, so this is fucking forever ago. This is 2010. So yeah, this is like I was still a huge fan of his. Um, and so here's the email sent on October 5th, 2010. Hello, Mr. Gallo. I am a huge fan of yours, and I have been ever since I saw Buffalo 66 when it was first released. I make a point to see all of your work. As a young filmmaker myself, your films have always inspired me. Is there any way I can see The Agent? Oh, this was a movie that he had made that was listed, that was unavailable to watch anywhere. I had been looking for it. Uh, I'm very intrigued and would greatly appreciate it if you could point me in the right direction. Thanks. And I'm looking forward to see, uh, whatever, just fucking finishing up the email, whatever. And then his response is hilarious. And he says, hi, sorry to say I am not planning on making any of my new work available. <laughs> hey, man, why are you making it then? Damn, he used to be fucking funny. Now he's just a total, total asshole, total troll. Um, but I like when people, I, I still do this. Uh, I, like, I don't do it to like fucking Tom Cruise because who gives a fuck? But, um, I'll still be like, I like that person's music. I like that weird movie I saw. I'm gonna write to the people who made it. I'm gonna write to the person who made it and let them know. And as much, the same amount that I believe in doing that, I believe in not doing the opposite. I have never and will never ever write to someone who, to tell them that I think something they've done is shitty or, or to suggest some other way of having done it. I fucking hate that. And that is something that the internet has made so much fucking easier. And I feel like maybe people do it because it's like a way of engaging with someone. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I didn't, I, I, I don't expect responses back. Because in this instance with Vincent Gallo, I was like asking him a question. But usually, like I just did this recently with this uh, independent movie I saw from, I think, last year called Lapsus. There was some shit about it I really fucking liked and I wrote to some of the people involved and I wasn't like, hey, here's my question. I was just like, hey, don't have to respond. I just wanted to let you know this was fucking sick and I loved it and bye. I think I actually might have gotten a response, but you don't expect one. You just want to send the fucking love out there. Good work is it's good that it exists and you want to fucking reinforce for the people that, that did it, that put it out there. Let them know that it reached you and affected you. But the fucking opposite of that, of being like, you know, you did this and I, and I really just don't, I don't think that that's da 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 whatever. Shut the fucking fuck up. As much as I believe in letting people know you are a fan, I believe 0% in letting people know you're not a fan. And that 
concludes my point about that. Okay, like I said, it's 30 gajillion trillion fucking ass degrees. And I'll take a break and finish up with some crazy fucking COVID vax and anti-vax shit on the other side. Talk to you in a minute. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And I'm back. And before, actually, before I get into the COVID shit I was going to talk about, that I am going to talk about, I wanted to talk about one thing real quick. It's in the news. Everybody's up in arms about it, has one opinion about it or another. And so I'm going to throw mine into the mix as well. It's going to be brief. It's going to be to the point, And then we're going to move on. Elon Musk is hosting SNL, first of all, which caused an uproar when it was announced. First of all, who the fuck cares about SNL? Second of all, Elon Musk is the least funny person in the world. So the fact that he's hosting SNL seems like a problem. Then again, SNL hasn't made me laugh since fucking Chris Farley was on it. So I guess I'm not too surprised. But Elon Musk is hosting SNL and he said, I want to, first of all, he called them skits, which is, <laughs> um, this isn't like fucking eighth grade improv class, you know? Uh, but he said, I, I wonder what skits I'm going to do, what, what kind of skits I should do. And then he like thought he would be funny, I guess, show off how funny he thinks he is. And then he was, uh, I forget exactly what the whole thing was. It was in a tweet, but one of the skits, skits, he suggested was irony, man. He fights people and does good around the world with just ironic quips. Going to be a bad episode. That's the least funny thing I've ever heard. Elon Musk fucking is one of the most annoying people on the planet. By the way, he's just gonna be, gonna be, gonna be the next Donald Trump. He is going to run for president. He's probably going to win. He's gonna run as like a disruptor. I love how just like these mega rich fucking assholes are just like, I'm a disruptor. I'm gonna get in there and change everything. No, you're not. But yeah, he's definitely going to be the next Trump. That's his whole fucking thing. Whether or not he likes or dislikes Trump, I don't even know. I don't know his politics. I don't give a fuck. But I, nobody knew Donald Trump's politics either when he was Elon Musk's age. 
Donald Trump doesn't have politics. He just saw an opening on the right and was like, I'm going to do that. Because they don't, they're all over the fucking place. Um, but yeah, he's definitely going to, he's, I guarantee you he's going to do that. Follow the Donald Trump path. Jesus Christ. God help us all. Um, so yeah, about the COVID and the vax shit. So, um, first of all, COVID is crushing India. I saw a fucking statistic today. I can't even believe it. I actually didn't believe it. And I had to look it up somewhere else to finally believe it. I don't know if this was today or yesterday. Almost half a million new cases of COVID in India alone in one day. Half a million. That's not good. I mean, I know a lot of us like to think this shit's over, but and I know that doesn't seem like it's necessarily going to affect the entire world. But when people are getting infected at that rate anywhere in the world, at those numbers, that's bad for the world, not just India. You see the pictures out of there and it's just like, uh, it's so fucking upsetting. So upsetting. They're getting fucking rocked by COVID. I just, whenever I see shit like that, I just think of the people who are like, it's not real. It's not real. It's not, it's not really a problem. Fuck you. But this thing I'm going to talk about now is not about the people who say it's not real. It's about vax-hesitant people, vax-skeptical people. I don't want to call them anti-vax because there's this other thing that isn't anti-vax, but it's anti-vax adjacent. It's like, well, I don't know. I don't know why everybody's trying to force me to get it. It just seems kind of suspect. Well, first of all, no one's forcing you to do anything. Stop saying that. That is bullshit. You can't just run to the fucking victim corner. And get to stay there and not get called out on it. It's bullshit. No one is making you do anything. So let's stop that now. You don't want to get the vaccine? Don't get it. No one's forcing you. Why? This is America. You can't force anybody to do that. But um, I saw Tucker Carlson, who is uh, just getting worse and worse every week but he is doing this thing or he did on his show maybe yesterday the day before I saw him talking about um, he's basically saying that they're they they it's always they but he's basically saying they are suppressing the truth about the dangers of the vaccine and anybody who dares ask gets ostracized so he's sort of positioning himself, himself as the voice of the courageous voice uh, uh, expressing concern and wanting to just, just ask questions and know the truth. But what his bigger point was, people are he was saying people are getting the vaccine and then dying. And his point was the vaccine is, is, is killing people. Now, no, it's not. 
But what I found particularly ironic, and you can call me Irony Man if you want, what I found particularly ironic about that is that it's the same fucking bullshit that people like Tucker were doing about COVID in the first place. Because there was this whole thing about the numbers were uh, inflated for those people who got COVID. The, de- the, the, the death count. A lot of people on the right, people like Tucker Carlson, uh, were, were COVID deniers were saying the numbers are inflated. All of those people were going to die anyway. A lot of the people who got COVID were dying, got sick, were already sick, already had cancer, were already on their deathbed. Then they got COVID and then they died after that and they were going to die anyway. Now these very same people are turning around and saying the vaccine is killing people. But the truth is people are just dying because people die sometimes. In fact, people die all the time. So there will always be, this is true of actually any vaccination or anything that ever happens. There will be people who do a thing and then die. Now, that doesn't mean they died because of the thing. It can. It can. But what is that? Causation is not correlation. Is that the fucking way it goes? It doesn't follow necessarily that a thing that that one does is the reason one dies later. Especially when study after study after study after study after study shows that that is not the fucking case. So they're literally, they're just cherry picking the thing that they want. And the fucking fact is, the people that are touting this shit, that are saying this shit, they don't even fucking think it. They look out at the people, their constituents, their audience, whatever you want to say, whether it's a politician or a talking head on TV, they look out and say, what do the people who watch my show think? What do the people who vote for me think? Oh, they think the COVID death toll, the death numbers are being inflated because of that, 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 then I'm going to say that because that's what the people who listen to me want already do think. And that's what they want me to say. And that's what they're doing with this. They know that their audience, when I say they, to be specific, to not be like Tucker Carlson, what I mean is politicians and talking heads on the right, like Tucker Carlson, know that their audience is typically anti-vax. So they're just going to turn around and say, oh, well, why don't we, why can't we be more skeptical of the vaccine? People are getting the vaccine and then dying. Well, also, Tucker, there are people out there taking shits and then dying. There are people masturbating and then dying. Did taking a shit kill them? Did masturbating kill them? While I guess it's fucking possible those things did kill the person, I would say it's just as likely that the vaccine had that effect as well. The vaccine is likely to kill you. How about this? The vaccine is as likely to kill you as taking a shit or masturbating. So if you're freaked out and worried about that, 
go ahead and skip the vaccine. But I would also implore you to skip taking shits and skip masturbating, which actually that would definitely fucking kill you. And guess what else might kill you? Not getting the fucking vaccine. Now, no one's forcing you, so shut the fuck up. You don't get to be a victim about it. You don't want the vaccine, don't fucking get it. But that doesn't mean you can sit out there fucking saying, well, the vaccine's killed some people. No, it hasn't. No, it fucking has not. Speaking of hypocrisy, on the right, there's all these politicians out there now, uh, as they're like fundraising and, and sort of as they always are gearing up to the next election, even when it's not fucking close. The, a lot of the uh, Republicans who voted against the uh, stimulus package, the big fucking thing that Biden passed when he got into office, the stimulus payments involved and the small business grants and all that shit, they're touting to their constituents that they push these things through on behalf of them. On, on behalf of them. They're basically taking credit for a thing that they vehemently opposed, not only vehemently opposed, but voted against, directly tried to stop from coming becoming reality. These people tried to stop us getting stimulus money, small business grants to help small businesses survive, to help families survive. And now because people like it, they're like, uh, I did that. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you liked that? Oh, all of you liked that? 90% of you all liked that? Oh, I did that. That's literally what's happening. And once all the fucking COVID shit's gone, all the vaccines have fucking done the thing that they're going to do, that they already are doing, at least here in America, I guarantee you it'll be the same fucking tune. Many Republicans out there will be like, well, it's because of the vaccine and all the vaccines we got out there and pushed out there and really curbed this virus and got America back on track. I fucking guarantee when everyone is like happy about the effects of the vaccine and haven't gotten it, even those who are hesitant, those who railed against it and said we were, it was being forced on us, if the people like it, if polls bear that out, if Facebook groups bear that out, Facebook comments and posts bear that out, and Twitter bears that out, then they will take credit for that. Now, to cap off the conversation about this, I wanted to play an audio clip of one of my personal favorites. When I say personal favorites, I mean least favorite people in the world, but favorites in terms of how often I play them on the show. This is Rick Wiles of True News, which again is fucking hilarious because every single thing he says is as untrue as a thing could be. So basically it's maximum the maximum possible amount of false advertising to call his channel True News. Um, which should give you... Uh, uh, um, it's a good preface for the thing you're about to hear. Uh, 
So let's let's follow his logic. I'm not going to say much about it, but I just I'm going to ask you to follow his logic, even though it's so ridiculously dumb what he's saying. I'm going to ask you to follow the logic of the thing he's saying all the way to the end. Don't give up on it. Because the more you dig deep into the logic of what he's saying, the more, even more dumb it really is. Okay, so here's Rick Wiles. By the way, if you need a primer, a reminder of what Rick Wiles is, he's the guy that was talking about Bill Gates wanting to bend Bill Gates over and put the vaccine needle into his butt. This is the kind of guy we're dealing with. And so weird. And here he is talking about more shit about vaccines, which clearly he knows a shit ton about. I am not going to be vaccinated. Mm, I join you. I, I'm going to be <laughs> one of the survivors. Kay. I'm going to survive Kay. the genocide. Kay. I am not going to allow the uh, COVID maniacs uh, to convince me to be vaccinated or vaccinate me against my will. Nobody's doing I that. I know what I'm reading. Nobody, nobody is vaccinating you against your will. You don't want the vaccine. You don't have to get it. Period. Full stop. Forever and ever. That will always be true. So don't fucking say that. I fucking hate that. I know what I'm seeing. There is a mass death campaign underway right now. And I don't care what people, they can, they can write any article they want to write about me. They, they can do everything they can to deplatform me. I'm going to survive a global genocide. The only good thing that will come out of this is a lot of stupid people will be killed off. Okay, so he's saying, again, the mysterious they are peddling the vaccine to kill people, to secretly uh, 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 decimate the population, right? As he said about Bill Gates, he, you know, he, he's saying that the people peddling the vaccine are trying to kill, commit genocide by injecting us with a vaccine that will kill us, right? Now, ostensibly, if you were to believe Rick Wiles, that's people on the left. Now, who's typically taking the vaccine? Or at least who's taking the vaccine way more one group over the other? That would be the left. Ostensibly, the vaccine makers know this. And are still administering it to people on their side by the millions. So he's saying that people peddling the vaccine are doing it to decimate the population, to commit genocide of, I would imagine, who they believe their enemy is. I mean, I don't even know if Rick has thought about it that far. But to follow his logic, the people like him are not going to take the vaccine. And everybody making the vaccine knows that. Everybody in the world knows that. Everybody that would listen to Rick and people like him know that. That's all they fucking talk about. So if there were people out there on the left trying to kill a bunch of people, I would imagine if they're that murderous, they're trying to kill people like Rick first and foremost, right? If Rick's right about these people, those people are trying to kill people like him more than anybody else. Why would they use a thing that people who are like Rick would never do, would never voluntarily put in their body? Even on a simple logic level, 
These fucking idiots don't make sense. If these mysterious boogeymen on the left like George Soros and Bill Gates were trying to kill people like you, Rick Wiles, they wouldn't be giving us an option to take a vaccine that people like you, Rick Wiles, are never going to fucking take. They would do it better. They would commit genocide better. Oh, 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 also, they're not committing genocide. God, motherfuck. Anyway, I'm almost all the way vaxxed. I can't wait to be all the way vaxxed. I'm fucking excited about it. I got my first shot. I get my next shot in a couple weeks. Yay. Fuck you, Rick Wiles. Rick Wiles, I want you, I want you to give me my second dose into my butt like you were threatening Bill Gates with. I want to go to Rick Wiles and get my second shot of the vaccine directly into my butt by Rick Wiles. I'm going to reach out and see what he says. Maybe we'll do it live. Uh, get it on video. All right. Uh, I'm going to go now. And um, of course, we have a Sunday service coming up. Oh, also, the Me Right Now mugs came in. Can't wait to get those up in the store. Going to take some pictures of them, put them on the website. Going to fucking sell them like hotcakes, baby. Can't wait to get those out there and get you guys sipping your coffee out of them and sending me pictures of you sipping your coffee out of them. It makes me fucking happy. Um. All right, yeah, I'll talk to you on Sunday. Take care of yourselves. Uh, get vaxxed. But hey, don't worry. I'm not forcing you. But, you know, do it. Because that would be better for the whole fucking world. Better for you, better for me, better for everybody. And that would be nice. But you don't have to. You can be like Rick Wiles if you want. It's a free country. Do what you want. Uh, I can only suggest. I can only suggest. All right, everybody take care. Uh, be safe. Uh, be nice. And I will talk to you on Sunday. Okay.